Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. She's got a lot of things on her mind to talk about now. She's taking care of her voice, so you know that she's not gonna shout now. Shout now, she's not gonna shout. So get your headphones ready to hear what it's all about now. We'll have no fun, no fun, cause your Christmas podcast comes out today. We'll have no fun, no fun, cause your Christmas podcast comes out no fun, the Jen Kirkman podcast, season 11, episode 10. Oh, God. Oh, God, help, help us all. Tom Brady, former quarterback, wants to become a stand-up comedian. Not because he is up for a challenge, You know, he's done so many other difficult things. Being a star in the NFL into his 40s, basically unheard of. Well, why not a challenge of stand-up comedy? Could he make people laugh? No, he's getting into stand-up comedy for the worst reason of all. He thinks he's funny. This, Do you understand? A man who thinks he's funny, a middle-aged straight white man who thinks he's funny. (laughs) Have we not seen this before? They're not going to be funny. Yes, I'm sure he's funny in the locker room. Everybody's funny. Can we just get over this? Every single human being on earth is funny. Being a stand-up comic, honest to God, has so little to do with just being funny. I mean, of course you have to be funny. You have to find a way to translate what makes you funny to an audience. And not everyone has that little bridge. And I don't know if you can learn it. You can perfect it if you have that little bridge. If you have a little tiny bridge and it's made out of wet toilet paper, it's just such a thin little bridge. The thing that that makes you funny at the office or funny in your family or funny around your friends, that little bridge that connects that from being able to make an audience laugh 
maybe you can work on it over time. You can strengthen it until it's this beautiful bridge made of stone, hard to blow up. Not everybody who's a stand-up comic is funny when they first start out. But usually you can tell there's something there. But then again, stand-up comedy has always had room for famous people who just want to get on stage and people will laugh. Throughout my career, I have seen comedy change so much. And I don't mean for better or for worse, literally just a neutral statement. It has changed in so many ways. Audiences have changed. What happens at certain kinds of venues have changed. A perfect example is comedy club audiences used to be so boneheaded. Just a certain type of person would go who really doesn't know what comedy is, or they didn't realize that you don't just walk into a place that says comedy and think that you're going to be catered to. You you don't go in there thinking, well, I like uh, first-person storytelling comedy that has a, a bent to it that is filled with pathos. That might be what you want, and you're just going to walk into a place called comedy and expect to be catered to. Now, people who like that kind of comedy usually don't just walk into a place called comedy, but mostly people who want to hear jokes they've already heard at the office, Monica Lewinsky jokes. Yes, even in 2010. (laughs) We'll walk into a place called comedy, and they get something that isn't that, and they think, this person isn't funny, and not, this isn't the type of comedy that I like. So a lot of times it was harder for comedians who did more personal point of view stories to get any laughs at a comedy club. I know when I first started out in comedy doing certain comedy clubs, that was very difficult. I also didn't have the skill yet to make them listen. As the years went on, as I was touring, as I had my own audience, but also was good enough to make anyone that came in because they just saw the words comedy, I could make them laugh too. That was learning some crowd work skills, not crowd work like talking to them, but it was just a skill. I don't know how to put it. It's an intention in your mind. It's a skill. But I do think audiences changed. I think the the audiences that would come to comedy clubs in the 80s expecting to see what they didn't realize were hacky things, they stopped coming to clubs. You know, they aged out of it. So then you have different kinds of people coming to clubs and you had club bookers booking less hacky people in clubs. And so the culture changed. And so throughout my life as a comedian, I would start to think, hey, this is getting easier. People are getting cooler and nicer that come to clubs. Also, maybe I'm getting better. But I do think as you move further and further away from what comedy is supposed to be, for better or for worse, I think a lot of people can get a laugh. Now, I don't mean, you know, someone new just starting out is going to do well, but a a famous person that isn't known for doing comedy, they can find their own little niche of people and get laughs. I remember when Jerry Seinfeld 
made the documentary called Comedian after he was done with his show Seinfeld. He went around New York, and this is during when I was just starting out in New York, so early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s. He wanted to start over with all new material, and he wanted to challenge himself to try to make people laugh who were so excited to see him in the first place. And he instinctively knew that coming out on stage as probably the most famous comedian in America at that point and beloved and everyone loved the show and thought he was funny, he knew he could come out on stage and people would probably give him a standing ovation just for walking out on stage. And they would probably crack up at the first two or three self-deprecating things he said. They might even laugh at his first not-that-funny joke, but he said, after a few minutes, I become just like every other comedian. I am being judged on my jokes. That good feeling, the fact that I'm already famous, the fact that they already like me does not last the whole time. The goodwill will wear off. And he was right about that, and he showed it in the movie as he worked on new material and got it to where it was so good that people did continue to laugh throughout his set. And I saw it happen. I was in one of the clubs when he came and did this. Now, I don't know if we are still in that same world. It is 20 years later, and what comedy is has changed. Now, thankfully, for someone like me, I'm kind of glad about that because it did mean there was more room for me to talk on stage without the boom punchline every 10 seconds. You know, maybe every two minutes was fine. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. But it's also changed in other ways where now it's become this kind of party, this kind of spectacle People are bringing a DJ on stage. Now they're dancing on stage. It's just become an event. And so you might be selling out a thousand seat theater, but you may not be doing stand up comedy, but you are, quote, being billed as a stand up comic and you're competing with other stand up comics who are playing in your city that night. So comedy is definitely. At its core, still someone telling jokes into a microphone, but there's so many offshoots of what it could be, and you can certainly make a living doing that, that it's just kind of a hodgepodge right now. And so I don't doubt that Tom Brady could be 
a stand-up comedian. I don't doubt it, but that's not because I'm so convinced that he's funny. He's going to have to find his thing. Now, if he's at all interesting to hear talk, and, and I'm sure he probably is, he could talk to the audience about what it's like to play football, the insecurities you feel on the field. I don't know. This sounds more like he could be paid to do lectures like like Caitlyn Jenner used to do after winning the, I was going to say the World Series, the not the World Cup, the Olympics, 1972, 74, whatever, Olympics, 76. Going on these, like a lot of sports heroes go on these corporate speaking things and speak to regular people who love a sports analogy as inspiration and you can make it funny. And I mean, I don't know why Tom Brady just doesn't do that, but this is the problem. I don't think that's what he's interested in. He's interested in actually being a funny person for a living. And again, every straight white male comedian gets worse (laughs) with the exception of a few in their 40s and 50s. They all uh, have some kind of grievance with something. You can't say anything anymore. It's not like it used to be. It just gets exhausting. And I don't doubt that Tom Brady will not be the same way, that he's already coming to us from that. Imagine his model wife has left him. He's too old to play football, and he's a friend of Donald Trump. You don't think his whole thing is going to be some kind of grievance? So anyway. I will read you the stories. So, according to Radar Online, Tom Brady is planning a career in stand-up comedy, but his inner circle is trying to talk him out of it. He is supposed to start a job at Fox Sports in the fall of 2022 after he announced his retirement from the NFL. He was going to be making... $375 million. That was a 10-year contract that he signed with Fox for $375 million. And he said he wants to be 100% prepared before going into the booth as a sports talk show host. He said he needs time to decompress. He wants to be great at what he does. So they're going to start his opportunity in a year from now, the fall of 2024. So apparently when he was making the sports comedy movie 80 for Brady with Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, they were praising him and it gave him the confidence to jump into comedy. He said the ladies were super nice, or somebody said the ladies were super nice to him and he did a nice job reading professionally written material in a small part, but he will be playing in a whole different league if he takes the stand-up stage this inside source revealed. Okay, so Tom Brady has a 10-year contract worth $375 million with Fox Sports. He'll be in the booth doing sportsy, announcey things. I don't understand how even it works, but that's this podcast isn't no fun, the sports podcast, but you get it. No longer a quarterback doing that. Okay, so and then he just does this movie that I was shocked when I saw ads for it. I thought it was a Super Bowl commercial. I didn't understand it was a real thing. He's in a movie called 80 for Brady, and Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin are in it. And I guess they 
oh God, ladies, you've really let me down. They fluffed up his confidence so much that now he thinks he's funny. And look, I'm sure he's funny. I'm sure he read his lines right. And when you're making a movie, you're around the same people every day. And you, you guys, you know, you all get into your own private jokes. It's just like in your certain group of friends or in your work environment. Everybody makes everybody laugh. It doesn't mean you should go run and be a comedian. It doesn't mean the guy that says funny things when he's making coffee in the morning should be running and being a stand-up comedian. And Tom Brady got his ego fluffed by two comedy legends, Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. My God, and they are such feminists too. They should they should be smarter than to know we don't, ladies, you've earned it. You're in your 80s. No more. You don't have to fluff male ego anymore. I'm sure you've had to do a ton of it in your lifetime. Please stop. Please stop. You don't have to tell Tom Brady how funny he is. My God, please, no. So now he wants to be a stand-up comedian. Most likely what it sounds like to me is that he'll be doing that this upcoming year before he starts his contract, doing the little sportsy thing in the booth in 2024. They say that uh, this insider said that one of the jokes that Tom would tell is that he would say, I, I can't even, I can't, because I'm afraid some of you are going to laugh. One of his jokes is, what did the linebacker say to the flight attendant? Put me in, coach. Put me in, coach. Get it? What did the linebacker say to the flight attendant? Put me in, coach. This joke would not last at a comedy club. If you're Tom Brady, people will laugh and groan because it's ironically funny that you're saying it. But if someone really said that, they would get things thrown at them. And this is what I'm saying. He's not going to know if he's really killing it as a stand-up or just as Tom Brady coming out. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Which again, I think these days, audiences will be nice enough to let you go an entire set being nice to you. I really do. It would just be like, if I got on a football field, because I do think I can throw a pretty good spiral, not the way a football player can, but for me, a comedian who you didn't even know could properly hold a football, yes, I can actually throw a pretty good spiral. Now, what do I mean by that? 
Am I, I'm probably holding the ball wrong. I mean, I am gripping it. I, no, I don't think I'm holding it wrong. But you might say, oh, you get a better thing if you hold your arm like this, whatever. But in other words, it doesn't bumble and stumble and fumble in the air. It goes like a little bullet, like a nice little spiral. Does it go far? Probably not. But that's my point. It's good for who I am. Now, if I were to get on the field, people would give me encouraging applause. You know, here's Jen Kirkman. Who's that? What the fuck? You know, before, you know, screaming that, of course. I come out with the Dunkin' Donuts in one hand. I'm on the Boston field and Patriots field or whatever. And I throw the spiral with the other. And they're like, oh, that's pretty fun. Good for her. That doesn't mean I'm a quarterback. And you're like, Jen, quarterbacks don't throw the football anyway. I don't know what they do. Maybe they do. Doesn't matter. Whatever position throws the ball. Don't email me. I don't care. So my point is, we don't need any more of this. You're going to take away from other people trying to be funny. Now, if he took away from the worst people in comedy that I hate, that are all like low-key, well, I don't say low-key, they're rapists, but, um, you know, I would love that. If he just goes out and single-handedly destroys the career of all those rapey guys in comedy or all those guys that are like, you can't say anything anymore. But I think he will be a you can't say anything anymore. He's friends with Donald Trump. Do you understand? So we're going to have the the football guy, the 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 literal quarterback of the football team is doing what the weird, the weird kids do. This happened in high school. I remember this. In, in my high school, you were a theater kid or you were a football kid. And all of a sudden, all the guys who played sports they heard they needed extracurricular activities besides sports to make a good impression with the college they were trying to get into. And they all ran to get into the musical Anything Goes. I was Bonnie. Thank you very much. And all of a sudden, all these guys that have no rhythm, that can't tap dance, that can't even walk to a beat, are just stumbling around in the musical, making it look like a high school musical, which it was. But I'm saying without them. If you just kept the weird kids and the gay kids and the theater kids alone, yeah, the course would have been, you know, the size of seven people, but that maybe that would be okay. We didn't have to look at people that just should have been holding a sign that said, I want extracurricular credit at my college. And then when I'm done doing this, I'm going to go beat up the weird kids and the gay kids right soon after. It just, you can't combine this. Like, some people are also saying he's doing this to get his wife back, to get Giselle back. On what planet would a supermodel be done with her quarterback husband, objectively good-looking quarterback husband, because of his politics, and then change her mind and go, oh, wait, he's a stand-up comic now? Oh, he's at the Chuckle Hut? Oh my God, two drink minimum, I'll pay, I'll get three drinks. I, Of course I'll get back together with him. Nothing sexier than a stand-up comedian. I mean, stop that. If anything, she'll be running further from him. I don't think he really thinks this is going to get her back. Sure, women love a sense of humor, but that doesn't mean they love a stand-up comedian because there's two different things. See, regular people who are funny wouldn't be good stand-up comics, and stand-up comics offstage have terrible senses of humor when it comes to interpersonal relationships. Yeah, and they can joke around, but a sense of humor is something different. It means the ability to take yourself a little bit lightly. And I tell you, no male comedian has that. So I personally, um, 
I don't have an opinion. Do whatever. I'm not even in the comedy game anymore, so don't take anything away from me. But, and at this point, comedy is just, in my opinion, on a slow decline. So, you know what? Welcome. Welcome aboard, Tom Brady. Get your ass to all the comedy clubs. Enjoy what you think is a true sense of humor being rewarded. And live in your little bubble. You've been in one the whole time anyway. Why should I be any more upset than I would have been before? There's just a billionaire in a bubble doing whatever he wants. At least he's not going to space wasting taxpayers' money. All right. If you want to hear the rest of the episode, which I promise is not me bitching about Tom Brady, head on over to Patreon. Would love to have you there. It's the best way to support the show. And if not, I'll see you next week. Until next week, have fun. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home yes, cool. or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement of the restrictions apply.